Welcome to the Create Your Big Life podcast. This is your host, Kathy Morton. I'm a mindset coach, corporate escapee, and coffee lover. And I am literally obsessed with helping women find fulfillment, ditch self-doubt, and build confidence so that they can create a life that lights them up, their big life. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Create Your Big Life podcast. We are talking about overcoming fear of judgment when it comes to creating your big life. So when it comes to stepping outside of the norm, of the status quo, of whatever life you have created for yourself up till now, and deciding to go for something that feels a bit different, a bit riskier, more purpose-driven, more soul-fulfilling, that means that you are going to have to step away from a lot of the things that you know. A lot of the things that feel familiar and a lot of the things that might have felt very, very comfortable up until now. We're discussing how to actually work through one of the biggest fears that I see holding people back out of all of the people that I have coached and helped and supported through this. This is one of the biggies, fear of judgment. Now, I started thinking about this this week again because recently I have been rereading one of my all-time favorite books. Yes, I'm going to talk about it again. The Top 5 Regrets of the Dying. I literally talk about this book all the time. But it's interesting because the first time I read it was, uh, I don't know, it was maybe like eight years ago now. I feel like my memory is all a little bit of a blur. But I was in my TV job and a friend of mine lent me the book. She knew that I was <laughs> really not very happy. And I really, really am so grateful to her for giving me this book at the time because I knew that she gave it to me to really kind of allow myself to think about things in a different way. And it really did start to change the trajectory of my life because it gave me the courage to actually really start to go and figure out what it would mean to live life my way and to actually start to go and take the steps towards it. However, I have only actually read the book once, that one time, eight or whatever years ago. And you may be surprised to hear that, the amount of times I talk about this book. I decided to pick the book up again in the last week, though, because I really fancy just rereading it and seeing if I really still connected with the book in the way that I have in my memory. And I definitely have. I really have been enjoying diving back into this book because it's been so amazing, really kind of remembering all of the stories of the women that the author shares and features in this book. The Top 5 Regrets of the Dying, just in case you haven't heard me talk about it before or you haven't read it, is by Bronnie Ware, who was a former palliative care nurse. And she noticed in the months and the years or whatever that she spent caring for other people in the last few months of their life, she noticed some common themes of regret amongst them. And She ended up actually writing a blog article about what she witnessed and what she experienced. And it literally went completely viral. And that's how she ended up turning it into this book. And the top regret is, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself rather than one that was expected of me. And one of the key stories that she shares in this book around that top regret is of a lovely lady called Grace. So Grace was apparently in an absolutely terrible marriage. And her husband was apparently a tyrant. But Grace put up with it, kept on keeping on, just kept her head down and stayed in the marriage because she was worried what people would think if she got a divorce. And this is something that's actually not in the book, but I've heard Bronnie Ware talk about in a podcast where she dove into the story in even more depth, that Grace was actually worried, not just what 
general people would think, but she was worried what her neighbours would think if she got a divorce. And what happened in Grace's story is that her husband ended up getting sick himself and going into a nursing home. And this was amazing news for Grace because finally she could start to live life in the way that she wanted. She had always wanted to travel and her husband never had and so she never went. And as soon as her husband went into a nursing home, Grace, who I think was in her 80s and still had a lot of life in her, or so she thought, she literally went straight away to book a bus ticket to start traveling around Australia. However, a couple of weeks before she was due to go on this trip that she had longed to do for years and years and years, she started getting sick herself. And she found out that she actually was terminally ill and she ended up having lung cancer. Now, she had never smoked, but her husband had always smoked in the house. So we can all read between the lines that there's a good chance that she actually got this lung cancer because of the way that her husband had lived. And she had not lived her life because of being trapped in this marriage that she was deeply, deeply unhappy with. And because she was so scared of other people's judgment if she had decided to divorce. So she let this fear of what people would say about her hold herself back from living this life that she truly, truly wanted. And it's so heartbreaking when you read this story because in these last few months of her life, when she's spending this time with Bronnie Ware, she is completely, completely devastated when she realizes how she let her life be ruled by other people and how she didn't have the courage to say, I want to go traveling, I'm not happy in this marriage, I want to go and do this, and to actually go and do the things that she desperately wanted to do. And obviously at this point, when she had all of these realizations about how insignificant these fears really were, how they were all just a complete and utter illusion, she was so devastated that she hadn't been able to spend the time doing the things that she'd wanted to do when she was alive. And so she really pleaded with Bronnie to make sure that Bronnie didn't make the same mistake in her own life and to also spread this message as well to other people. And in rereading this book, I've reminded myself of how a big part of getting the courage to actually go and live that life true to yourself is overcoming this fear of judgment. And in fact, Bronnie Ware also talks about how she was working through it in her own life. The way that she described it also really resonated with the things that I have worked through myself when I left my TV career uh, and went into fitness and yoga. And then later down the track, I've gone into the mindset coaching that I'm currently doing. Because Bronnie Ware used to be in finance and she actually really had a lot of creativity that she wanted to express. She obviously later became a writer. She also did things in songwriting and as a musician later as well. And she really, really wanted to do something that felt more creative for her, felt more soul-fulfilling. But she stayed in finance, even though it did nothing for her soul, because she was so afraid of the ridicule that she'd get from some family members if she broke out of the mold that they expected her to fit into. And this was a whole bunch of the stuff that I was dealing with as well when I was making that decision to leave my news job and do something different. Because I'd done that career for over a decade, and that career as well was also fitting into society's mold of success, and climbing the career ladder, and all of those things. And look, there's absolutely nothing wrong, in my opinion, with working in finance, or working in news, or working in corporate, if it lights you up, if it's your intentional decision to do that, and if it's what your most soul-fulfilling life is, and how you have decided intentionally and consciously to spend your days and your life. I'm so happy for you if that's the thing that you want to do. And there are so many people who I worked with in news who did feel like they were living on purpose, for example, and doing something that they truly wanted to do. 
But I'm talking to those of you who, like me, ended up down this career path that might have felt okay at the beginning, but you're currently waking up to the fact that this does not align anymore with who you are, with your current values, and who you want to be in the future as well. And if, like me, you have been doing this career for several, several years, then it can feel really sticky and uncomfortable to even think about doing something different. And that's where this fear of judgment rears its head in a very consuming way. So I, like I said, worked in news for over a decade and I was good at it as well. And I got paid well for it. So when we think about leaving it to do something like in my case, become a yoga teacher or in Bronnie Ware's case, to be a writer or a musician, a lot of shit can come up. And I was absolutely petrified of telling my parents that I was leaving And I know that this is so much of what other people struggle with as well, because I've coached loads of people around it. One of my one-on-one clients was absolutely petrified of telling her colleagues and her parents that she was going to leave finance, even though she had been stressed, burnt out, and off sick because of this job. And in Big Life Roadmap, my signature coaching program, I coach people all the time through this fear of judgment as well. One of our students actually felt a really huge amount of guilt for stepping outside of the status quo, And she literally felt that it was so wrong of her to go and do something different, even though she was miserable, and even though she desperately wanted to do something that felt more aligned with her heart desires. And so when we're having this battle between like, so afraid to go and take the action that we really, really want to take, but also feeling completely stifled and suffocated in the current life that we're living, it can be very common for us to then start to numb this pain over and over again, and to ignore it and to squash it until we reach a breaking point. It is also why a lot of people when they join Big Life Roadmap have gone through burnout and that burnout has finally acted as this catalyst that they needed to do something to actually change their life. Joe went through three burnouts in his career until he was like, right, drawing a line in the sand, something needs to change. And that was the turning point where we really drew that line in the sand in 2019 and left our corporate careers at the same time to create the life that we have now created. And my message here is to say that it's very common for people to wait until this pain gets so bad, but you don't need to wait that long either. And if it is this figure of judgment that's holding you back in any way, I just want to give you some ways that you can start to work through it. So I want to share with you three key things to think about to start to work through this fear. So first of all, like I said, it's totally normal to have this fear. And that's because as humans, we really want to fit in. And that all goes back to our hunter-gatherer days, how we've evolved. Because if we didn't fit in, back then, we were outcast and we wouldn't survive on our own. So it is in our human DNA to want to fit in and to want to be part of the crowd. And then when we decide to go and do something different, such as follow a more purpose-driven path, that usually means leaving the status quo, putting ourselves out into the world, And it often means, certainly in a lot of the people that I work with, sharing your creativity with others, sharing something that feels really, really on your heart, a heart's desire, actually going and sharing it with the world. And this last one is huge for people, especially when it comes to fear of judgment, because when you're changing from doing a career where someone else is defining the role, it's not personal in the same way as starting your own business is especially if the business is something that is about you sharing your thoughts and creativity with the world. 
like I said, most of the people that I end up working with are people who want to go and do something with their art or they want to go and do something in coaching or they want to go and teach others something that they've learned for themselves. And all of that is incredibly personal. So feels much more vulnerable when we're going to go and actually put it out into the world because it is an expression of you. And I'm not going to sit here and say to you that the way to move through fear of judgment is to think that everyone wants the best for you. Because that would be lovely if they did. And hopefully, I hope that for you, that everyone does want the best for you. I certainly want the best for you and lots of people will. However, people will judge. This is part of our human nature. We judge things all the time. And so the first step to overcoming the fear of judgment is to actually accept that people do judge. And to remind yourself that you do not need anyone's approval or permission for you to live the life that you want. Because it is your life. And yes, some people might judge you for stepping outside the norm, for leaving a career that they think looks great, or for doing something that they don't understand. But here is the kicker. People are going to judge you either way. If you think you're going to avoid judgment by staying exactly where you are, you are wrong. Because some people will judge you for staying where you are. Some people will judge you for what they might think is having a vanilla life. Or some people might judge you for having too wild a life. You literally cannot please everyone. It is a pointless effort. And so the only person that you should be focused on pleasing is yourself. And I certainly got to the point where I would rather let other people judge me for going for my dreams and for creating the life that I actually want to create rather than me judge myself for staying stuck and unfulfilled. And as part of being able to accept that people have opinions, that's what we all do, people judge and you can't please everyone, to really understand that when it comes to other people judging you, anything that they say or that they think is simply a reflection of their own beliefs, their own values and limitations. It actually has nothing to do with you. People who troll on social media, for example, are often really struggling with something themselves. And their comments are simply a reflection of what is going on in their internal world. And when we think about it like that, we can actually have compassion and understanding for others. Because people who are living their best and biggest lives and feeling deeply fulfilled are not out there trolling others. And while that last thing about trolls and all that kind of stuff is definitely something that you will have to face if you decide to build a business that needs a social media presence, this is definitely something that I've experienced on my journey so far. It is part of the journey and part of the growth that you get to go on from stepping out and putting yourself out there in the wide world. But my experience is that the fear of judgment that most people are more afraid of is actually from people that they know, from their family, from their friends, and also from people that they maybe used to know from school, for example, who they're still friends with on Facebook, but they actually haven't been in contact with for years. But they're afraid of what they will think if they go and put their stuff out there on social media, for example, and it gets seen by people that you know. And so as part of accepting that this is all part of the process and all of these opinions and thoughts and judgments don't have any meaning unless the meaning that you give it and is more of a reflection on other people than you, I really want you to understand that if you give your energy and power away to other people's opinions, you are literally letting them have a say in how your life goes. You are letting them affect how happy, how abundant, how impactful, and how successful you are. And I know when we think about it logically, we're like, why are we doing this? But I actually want you to ask yourself that question and maybe do some journaling on it. Why are you doing that? Get curious. Why do you care so much 
what other people think. Why are you giving your power away to them? Because they're not paying your bills, they're not living your life, and they're not the one who has to keep going through their day unfulfilled with what they're doing right now. It is your life. So sit with those questions and do some journaling around them and get really curious. Do I want to allow myself to care more about what other people think rather than what I think about myself? Accept that other people are going to have opinions, that we all as humans judge each other all the time. Accept it. And then what you'll find is that it's hard for your mind to torture you with more fearful thoughts if you tell yourself and continue to tell yourself on repeat that you accept that this is all part of the process and you are here for it and you care more about what you think at the end of the day. This is the fastest way to get out of that downward spiral of the fear of judgment. Remind yourself that what you resist persists. How can you find acceptance and peace and focus more on pleasing yourself? Because that is what matters at the end of the day. So that's that first step of acceptance. Second up, I encourage you to spend some time really digging into the fear. What exactly are you afraid of? Are you really afraid, for example, of people judging you for going after what you want? Or are you actually afraid of what it's going to look like if it doesn't work out? And then consider as well, what are you actually afraid of people actually saying about you? And then ask yourself, are you actually judging yourself for the very same thing? Is there a part of you that thinks it's not good enough to go and create a business around something that you love? because you've been conditioned to see success as climbing a career ladder. Approach all of this with curiosity and compassion. Do some journaling around it. And then the next crucial part of this is to look at what are you gaining by holding onto this fear? And you might think, well, I'm gaining nothing. But subconsciously, you are. And often it is around things like getting to stay in your comfort zone and avoiding putting yourself out there, avoiding having to find out if it doesn't work. So get clear on what you are gaining by holding onto it and then ask yourself, what is it costing you to be held back by this fear? Is it costing you fulfillment, enjoyment of your life? Is it costing you seeing what you're capable of, following your dreams? Is it costing you the impact and the inspiration that you want to actually put out into the world? So that's part two. Get super curious about exactly what that fear is about. What are you gaining by holding onto it? And what is it costing you to hold onto it? And then the next step, is to switch your attention. Instead of focusing on what if people judge me, focus on a more empowering thought instead, such as what if I inspire others? What if I actually become an example of what's possible by living my purpose, by sharing my gifts with the world, by saying no to this traditional path and yes to creating life my way? To the one-on-one client I mentioned earlier who was absolutely terrified of what people would think if she left her career in finance to go and pursue her love for art. When she actually went and did it, You know the responses that she got? Things like, good for you. I'm so proud of you. Oh, I wish I could do that. And that was both from her colleagues and from her parents. And the amazing thing was that she shared with me is that it also got people thinking about their life in a different way and the desires that they wanted to then go and make a reality because they saw someone else's bravery and they were then inspired to go and see what they could create for themselves. And this is the power of really creating your life on purpose, of working through these fears and deciding to actually go and do the things that are truly on your heart, of living a life that is actually true to you. And in fact, I got a message on Instagram the other day from someone that I used to work with in news saying how 
they had also in the last couple of years been following a similar path of figuring out their purpose and stepping away from their old career and things like that. And she told me that she had been really inspired by what I was doing when we were back in news and I was starting to explore becoming a yoga teacher and then going off and running my fitness business and all of these things. She said, you were always a big inspiration. And that was, of course, amazing to hear. But more important than that, it was a great reminder that you never know who is watching you. And you can be that beacon of hope that others will later follow. So just let people who judge do their thing. And then you focus on doing your thing so that you can have that impact, that you can inspire people in the way that will make you feel so proud. And rather than worrying about what people think, control the things that you can control. And by that, I mean work on being the type of person who doesn't let stuff like that affect you. Work on knowing that you are good enough, whole and worthy as you are right now. Work on pleasing yourself because you are the most important person in your life. And you being happy and fulfilled serves the world in a very, very positive way. Because when you're happy and fulfilled, you'll have a positive ripple effect on other people around you, your family, your friends, your colleagues, your community, and in the wider world as a whole. And it is honestly the most important thing that I think we should all be focusing on in our lives. How can we live our lives to the fullest? How can we really focus on being happier, doing things that feel meaningful and purposeful to us? Life does not have to be a grind. Life does not have to be about doing all the things that we think we should do and trying to please other people and following other people's expectations. It's a journey of discovering what you want and then going out and living it. Our souls want to be fully expressed. And the only way to do that is to really reconnect with ourselves and to allow ourselves to take those actions that are truly on our hearts. So focus instead on what if people judge me to what if I inspire others. Bring your attention to the people whose lives you do want to impact and the meaningful work that you will be doing when you actually go and follow a more purpose-driven path. And then this is an amazing question to ask yourself as well. If people are going to judge you, either way, what would you rather do with your life? Because if people are going to judge you for staying unfulfilled in your current situation, and people are going to judge you for going after your dreams and your goals, which one would you rather do? Because when you're 90 years old, reflecting back on your life, again, thinking about that top five regrets of the dying, you are not going to give a shit about what your old school friend says or a stranger on the internet thought about you. You're going to care whether you truly lived your life to the fullest. You're going to care whether you explored your own potential. And you're going to care whether you had the most impact that you wanted. So don't let that fear of judgment hold you back from living life your way. As always, I am definitely cheering you on. And if you want my support and my guidance through really going and creating that life your way, then definitely come and join us in Big Life Roadmap. I would absolutely love to support you in there. This program really is all of the stuff that I wish that I had when I was looking to break free from my career and figure out a more purpose-driven path to spend that time reconnecting with myself and getting clear on what I wanted to be able to go and take the steps that I needed. My journey was all higgledy-piggledy, a complete and utter mess and took way longer than it needed to. And that is why I have created this program to help other people go and make the changes that they want in a way shorter time. So I've recently extended Big Life Roadmap to be a 12-week transformational journey. It was before just eight weeks. And in just eight weeks alone, 
women who've been through the program have quit soul-sucking jobs, they have started heart-led businesses, they've ended destructive habits, calmed their inner critic, they've landed dream jobs, they've decided to go traveling, they've created better boundaries, improved relationships, so much more as well. But most importantly, they have reconnected with themselves and fallen in love with themselves and their life again. And that is truly what it's all about. The investment for Big Life Roadmap is about to go up in about six days time at the time of publishing this episode. So if it is something that you are considering that you have been on the fence with for a little while and looking for that courage to go and say yes to yourself and to take that step, then this is a good time to jump in if you want to get it at the current investment. And of course, if you have any questions about whether this is right for you, then definitely send me a DM on Instagram at it's Kathy Morton. I'm here to help you make the best decision for you. And either way, I really hope you took this episode to heart and that you really get stuck into that fear of judgment if it's holding you back and dissolve that fear so that you can move through and go and do the things that you truly want to do. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Hey there, if you love this episode and you are so ready to take action on creating your big life and become the most fulfilled and lit up version of you, then send me a DM on IG at It's Kathy Morton and let me help you become the best version of yourself. I would love for you to join me inside my program, Big Life Roadmap, so that I can support you in making that life you've been dreaming of a reality.